No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian, and I am joined this week by Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you? What's up, Brian? Doing well. How are you? Sup, sup, you know, it's tolerable. Just tolerable. Not too good, not too bad. You know how that goes. A uh, little, little this, a little that. A l- l- little more of that than this. You know how, you know what I mean? Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, now that that's out of the way, uh, we can also kick it on up to Villem in Tulsa. Villem, how are you, buddy? Good, Brian. How are you? I am good. Um, Frank is, for some reason, showing us the uh, the official time across the United States, and I'm not real sure what the hell is going on. Okay, I'll get I'll get to it. It's a discussion point, but I want the map up so we can all talk through it. Oh well, this sounds like prep work, Frank. We don't do that shit on this podcast. <laughs> Not even if it's 30 seconds before we bring up the topic. Uh, I was going to say, prep work meaning I just brought up the, the <laughs> clock because you talked about it. <laughs> Frank, are you drinking anything fun and exciting this evening? Nothing tonight. <laughs> I laugh because I know what's what's coming. Willem, I think I saw a beer in your hand, right? Yeah, I got a... Uh... Bohemia, Bo- Bohemia, Ooh, nice. nice pilsner. Am I saying it wrong? No, I always everybody always calls it Bohemia, and then I went to a full on ass rollout of their new packaging and new like marketing launch, and they referred to it as Bohemia the entire time, oh, and I felt like a giant piece of shit because the brewer and founder was there, and he is like speaking perfect English, even though it's his second language, and then he just just lets out a Bohemia, and I was like, that sounds so good though. I want a Bohemia. Anyway. But okay, so so you know, maybe your marketing needs to have a little bit more about the pronunciation. If everybody's slaughtering it. Oh, I don't think either go with Bohemia or you know, correct the pronunciation. See, here's the deal. They're not taking themselves as seriously as somebody like Who Garden does. Because everybody that I know, when they first saw the beer, they all called it Ho Garden. But yeah. here's the deal. When you take the bottles out of the six-pack holder, it spells out behind each bottle the three syllables or you know, how to say who garden. It even says H-O-O-G-A-R-D-E-N. Who garden. I mean, that's taking it to the next level. You know what I mean? Whereas Bohemia, mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone say, oh, you're pronouncing it wrong besides assholes like myself who just want to Start start some shit one night. You know what yeah, I mean? It's Bohemia. Yeah, that's fair. That's Bohemia. Fair. Um, I'm not drinking beer tonight. <laughs> I'm I'm just drinking. Drink. I'm drinking whiskey. I I've got two bottles of Weller here, so I was like, why not have a glass of each on the cast tonight? So I'm starting out tonight with a uh, old old standard Weller Special Reserve Green Bottle, not the 12 year age statement because I'm. I'm not that fancy, but just good old Weller. The Weller that the liquor store down the street took me for. for 30, you know, you know, what, damn dollars. You, know, you know what they say about Weller? What? Damn near killed her. 
I don't. No. <laughs> you know, there's sometimes we expose Frank to certain jokes, and we expect him to run with them. This is one of those occasions. <laughs> Perfectly acceptable. Oh man, yeah. The number of times so so the 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 drain on my sink is the Fister brand company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at least once every two months, I'll send I'll send a text to the entire Telegram group, and I'll laugh my ass off as I'm doing this. This is the best part because I I bet they get it, and no one even. At this point, even laughs at this joke anymore, but I still fucking love it. <laughs> It'll come up randomly in my head when I'm looking at my drain cap. And uh, yeah, it'll be the same joke. Fister, just on the picture of the drain cap, and then <laughs> put damn near killed her. <laughs> and it still gets me as I'm sitting here. It's great. It's fucking great. <laughs> Frank, how many times have I been in your house with you? And taking a picture of that drain and just texted it to you and just damn near killed her. Many. It's every many. time I've uh, been to visit. It's so good. Sometimes if I so, drink okay. enough, if I drink enough, I'll forget that I sent one earlier in the day and I'll send it again at night. It's a send what it I again. Call a twofer. It's a wham double yep. whammy. It's a double tap, zombie. Um Zombie Land or whatever. So uh okay. I'm also currently staring at a massive wasp in my dining room, so I'm gonna have to get that dead. Um, so the reason I pulled up the time map of the United States is now I know there's probably some decently reasonable explanation for this, but who got so drunk to split the upper peninsula of Michigan within, I mean, 15 miles from the Wisconsin border is what this looks like. It's probably more like 50, but it'll all of a sudden switch from central to the Eastern time zone. So as a youper, you could be either. You could swing both ways of the time zone scale there. Very strange. I mean, yes. I also hate the fact that they call them youpers. That's the dumbest shit ever. I, I, what do you find more offensive? The fact that there's a 15-mile stretch along the Wisconsin border for those youpers who can go by central time zone? Or the like three, uh, six... Seven, it will just call it seven eighths of Arizona that can just decide to not acknowledge fucking any time yep. zones at all. They can just call it whatever the hell time they want. Arizona Mountain Time. Um, yeah, so agreed. That's that's also strange to me. And then uh, I feel bad for El Paso people. Oh, like yeah, I understand fucked. different time zone right there, but why why not this part of Texas that just extends a little bit further out from El Paso? You know, like like makes New Mexico sense to down. Me. New Mexico down. Just cleave it right there. Yeah. Just cleave it. Make this cleaner. I mean, look at Oregon. There's part of Oregon that's west of the part of Idaho that's in the western time zone that gets put in the mountain time zone. Like, who fucking did this? Yeah, you drive south in Oregon and you go into a farther eastern time zone. I mean, I yeah. understand also that the that the glo- like this laid out on a globe may not look so up and down, but at the same time... It, who got drunk and did this? Like, who the fuck? I mean, first off, you're also talking about, like, cartographers back then. Their projections weren't necessarily very accurate, right? No, so, really? I'd imagine I'd imagine when they drew this, uh, they weren't taking the curvature of the Earth into much of account. It was mm. probably, like, societal boundaries. Because, mm. I, I don't know, some of these things probably weren't even states. Yeah. So, 
maybe some of that was was the case, but I mean, okay, clearly couldn't have been the only case because look at the East. Look at Tennessee gets chopped right in the middle. Why? Kentucky, same shit. I, my favorite is Florida. That like, what looks to be, it's the Pensacola, whole, almost, well, yeah, I was going to say what looks to be like a good chunk of the panhandle is mm-hmm. actually Pensacola. Like, that's what blows my mind. Whatever, man. You know, I, what? It's something that I've always, so growing up, I traveled a lot, like, uh, by car, riding all over this wonderful country of ours. And I always thought it weird, like, you would drive through a, a city, and there would be, like, on the on the east side, like, so take Tennessee. You'd go through some city in Tennessee, and as you're going east, time zone switches. But, like, it's, like, a fucking across the street that the time zone switches. How do you travel to work? How does that work? Like, you, how, you're, does your time clock follow you, or like what happens if you have like a sales area in that? Re- like I don't know. I like it makes my head hurt. I'm not smart enough to live on a time zone like threshold. I'm just not. I think. How does it? Don't they pick? Won't an area like pick and be like where we go off west coast or east coast? Maybe. I, well, I guess that probably makes way more sense than literal ass Brian going. It's across the street, so. It's got to be different. I'm sure there are places that do that. Just to be shitheads. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, county lines work like that. So, like, certain counties can sell, in my case, they can sell certain beer. So, literally, I would have an account on one side of the street that I could sell, you know, A through Z to. And then across the street, I can only sell A, B, and C. And it's, like, literally, you know, 60 feet apart between the two accounts. I assume time zones work the same. Yeah. And I guess like, well, that's what I was going to say. I'm guessing there's probably a, a different reason. The time zone thing is just funny to me. Like I, I, I understand the reason we have them. Right. I, I get it. Um, daylight savings time we can do away with. I don't think it serves a purpose anymore. Um, but what do you think it's like to live in a state, say like this, this upper peninsula of Michigan, okay? If you're driving 10 miles to, uh, is my mic not working right? No, I think I might, I might have been a little hot on films and for y'all. Oh, Your okay. mic's working fine, but I get feedback from Brian. Oh, okay. No, what I was saying is, is if you're 15 miles from that uh, Michigan spot, and uh, you're able to drive, I guess you can drive from the east to the west to buy beer. I guess maybe that's an advantage you have here. Your liquor stores can be an hour longer open. I don't right. know. Like, what else would be an advantage here? <laughs> I bet the liquor stores and those kind of things being open later is like a legit thing. Like, they'll go to the other side of town for the, you know, the places that stay open later. Yeah. That's true. I would open up a chain and we'll call them time zone liquors. I bet there's a, uh, Oh shit. Because then you could start selling earlier on like Saturdays too. That's right. Oh fuck. Dude. No, just call it the time warp or the fucking time travel liquor stores. Like we can make a whole fucking theme. We got, we're just going to call them the time machine. There we go. Yeah. Boom. Bada bing. Bada boom. Oh wait. Didn't we have something for this a couple weeks ago where you had several horrible business ideas and we were like, oh, it's Frank's 
shark tank or some shit like that. It was Yeah. <laughs> but these are all good ideas. I don't have bad business ideas, just so everybody's aware. Holy oh, shit. Um, yeah. Right? <laughs> time zone, or what, what are we calling it? Time Fuck machine it, liquors. You already forgot it. Time machine liquors. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know we're going to be running the order. What? I had a product um, idea a while back of a, a clock where you set the time, <laughs> like 5 p.m., and it tells you where in the world it's 5 p.m. at that moment. Oh, that's the Jimmy Buffett uh, clock. Yeah. Yeah, or whatever. It 5 p.m. is just one example. <laughs> I hate As oh. a gadget, I like that. I like that. Real it's like quick. a gadget you just put in a beer room or something. Real quick. Just for fun. And you make it so that the hand, the clock face is exposed so people can mess with the with the time and it'll like, you know, it'll cycle through all the different time zones. So you can just like fuck with yep. it. Frank, I'm going to open up my own chain of liquor stores in the same city that you open yours. I'm going to call them Time Bandit Liquor. Just Oh, got it. Yeah, just to <laughs> piss you off. Just to piss I mean, you off. Just actually pissing me off has already started for you <laughs> suggesting the same idea that I just suggested. Yeah, but it's got a different name. Um, so intellectual intellectual property is mine. Be, <laughs> I'm just saying, be be original. <laughs> you imagine um, we'd have the shittiest ca- marketing campaigns against each other. This piece yeah. of shit can't even come up with his own original idea. Yeah. We open earlier. We close later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking two dumbasses on other sides of town arguing with each other. You know what? We just make literally it this- the time zone runs right through the middle of our stores. Yeah. Like- <laughs> oh shit! There was a there's a store in the colony here in Texas, and it was it was right on the line because it's at one point the colony was a dry city. But Denton County mm-hmm. itself, you could sell beer in, and the store set right on the city limits. So they put like red tiles right down the middle of this fucking Texaco, and you could buy beer on the left side of the store, and then you could pay for it on the left side of the register, so that you could buy beer and still be in co- the colony. That place didn't sell a lot of beer. Just gonna be honest with you, I, I went there a I mean, lot because no one knew, no one knew that that feature was in that store. They just assumed it was dry. Well, I think by the time I got there, they, the colony had been selling beer for a while now, So, and they just oh, okay. never changed it. I was like, what the fuck is this all about? And then I got the whole lecture from the owner. I was like, I'm fucked up asking this question. I should have just yeah. <laughs> not asked. What, a, what an absolutely unnecessary extra amount of work you put your employees through. <laughs> exactly. I was like, so how's, how's that working out now? He's like, well... A lot more stores are selling beer, so we're not seeing as many customers. It's like, right, 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 right. That makes sense. So you're going to leave the red line up, though, huh? Cool. <laughs> and your employees still operate the same way? Oh, cool. Neat. Uh, yeah, a little fact about tiles, Brian. Once you lay them down, you can never pick them back up. I don't know if you knew that. Right. They're permanent. Those those are load-bearing tiles. Um, real quick. <laughs> those are load-bearing tiles. Speaking of, speaking of gas stations, this came up on my Google News feed today. And I wish Sweet Baby Parker was on here because somebody in Fort Worth won $2.5 million on a fucking scratch-off ticket yesterday. <gasps> oh, nice. <laughs> on a yeah. scratcher. And it, was, it wasn't like you know, a $50 one either. It was like a, like a $5 or $10 scratcher. $2.5 yeah, good for them. Hell yeah. You know, I mean, you do know what they say about $2.5 million. <sighs> no, Dad, what? That's not enough to retire on, I don't think. 
damn it. <laughs> no, no, I don't guess it is. <laughs> Technically speaking, you're correct. I no, it's it's so I always find it really funny when people talk about like sports contracts as though they're not astronomical amounts of money. Right. Right. So like they're like this offensive tackle will be getting 12 million a year. And then someone will inevitably come and be like, that only makes him the 20th highest offensive tackle in the league. You know? And you're like, uh, he's making $12 million. Did you miss that? <laughs> like he needs to play for one season and he makes four times the amount of money than the average college graduate does in their entire fucking career. <laughs> like real quick. How many teams where are is there the in perspective the, here? How many teams are in the NFL? 16. 18 how many i don't know 32 are there really 32 yeah okay fucking five offensive linemen times 32 is a shit ton of people and he's in the top 20 congrats that's saying something because even the the last paid lowest paid offensive lineman is still getting paid astoundingly more than people who like i don't know do shit (laughs) the practice you make the practice squad on a team, I mean, I'm not sure why you would put your body through it, but you make a practice squad, you get 250 a year. Yeah, like, it's not no money. It's a decent <laughs> amount of money. Granted, you're not showing up on Sundays and playing. Um, nope. 250 a year to work out and mm-hmm. I mean practice for a living. Yeah, whatever. Do it for 10 years. See how far you can take that money. It's not bad. Fuck no. Uh, if someone told you that you could make 250 thousand dollars a year doing what you do now, would you be like? Yeah, well, I'll ride this out for a little bit, see how this goes, see where this takes me. You know, I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna push my way to the top or anything, but I'm gonna make sure I hang around the middle somewhere, see if I can get a boost. Every save as much, then. yeah. I mean, see if I can get a ring out of this. <laughs> save as much money as you can. Could you Be imagine the practice practice squad QB? You know, like fuck it, who cares? Could you imagine getting getting a, a Super Bowl ring for the accounting firm? You're like, hey, you know what? Oh. I middled around in there, didn't hit the peak, but made quarter mil a year. Uh, got this sweet ring yeah. out of the deal, and uh, the Tom Brady of the office uh, buys me a steak dinner once a quarter, so it's pretty fucking sweet, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Explaining that to your kids later on. They're like, Dad, why do you have the Super Bowl ring? <laughs> I'll tell you a story about Daddy's rotation on the old New England Patriots practice squad. <laughs> <laughs> I kissed a lot of ass to stay around there for as long as I did, That's but you right. know what? Right. Paid off. They paid for my knee replacements, both of them, and, uh, you know, uh, medically retired from the NFL. You know how those you know how those binnies go. They have benefits. No, but they could. They could. And when they do, you could say you could say Billy B and I. Billy B and I have a lot in common. <laughs> Billy B. You know that's how he's going to talk about it. He's like uh, him and Bill were super close. Oh, you know Bill Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Yeah, I was like, yeah. who the fuck is Billy B? I, I get it now. You know, you know, there's some people out there flexing that they were on NFL teams and they were practice squad, like offensive linemen or something. Never saw game action outside of the preseason. So they're they're actually on the opposite side of the league on this one where everybody wants to cancel the practice, the preseason. They're like, no, 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 no. It's the only time I get to show out. What are you doing here? I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about Dean Kane. He's the one who's still flexing that he was on the practice squad for the Buffalo Bills. 
Dean really? Kane. Dude, go check out Dean fucking Kane's Twitter profile, okay? I tried to get blocked by him on Twitter the other day by saying that he is actually practicing for his role in the Papa John's docudrama on Lifetime because he looks just like fucking sweaty-ass Papa oh. John. Uh, didn't get booted from Twitter. Uh, bummed about is that. He, um, is he a Trumper? Is he... Absolutely. I mean, I don't know who Dean Kane is. He's, he's currently, Willem, let me, let me read you the first tweet on his retweeted Twitter timeline at the moment. It says, We are 33% of our way to raising enough money for this fully funded film. Hmm. And the film is Obamagate movie. <laughs> Dude, check out the That's what it's, period. Um, Obamagate movie. See if you can figure that out which one's exactly which. exactly like the fucking Papa John guy. <laughs> Oh if I God. put gate after something, then it immediately is a controversy. I mean, exactly. I don't want to say that he's missing an opportunity <coughs> to play a racist pizza tycoon, but he's got a great opportunity to play a racist. I mean, this dude tycoon. is an absolute garbage. He's a shithead. It's absolute garbage. Um, he is like, I don't know if he played him in the Lifetime movie, but he might as well be. Uh, Oh, fucking who's that dude who was a Modesto who killed his wife and the unborn child, allegedly, and then is now being taken off death row? Scott Peterson. Fuck his name. Scott Peterson. Looks exactly like him. Or just puts off heavy hey, Scott so, P vibes. So apparently, and I didn't know this, there's a there's a big movement to get him acquitted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Uh, like, there's his, a lot of people who don't think he did this. He was. He, he had his life his sentence reduced or like removed. Yeah, no, he for sure. I'm like again, whatever. People want to fucking get all butthurt about shit they heard, and like he he's a fucking sleaze bag, dude. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, but I mean, sleaze bag shouldn't get you a life sentence. I what I'm saying is, is I've heard. Mm-hmm. Now I, I don't know. I mm-hmm. haven't researched it. I know there is a movement out there. Question: Does right. this? Do does... I really care? No, I don't care. But there are people, and as such, I was just bringing it up that believe Scott Peterson didn't actually kill his wife. Interesting. Interesting to me. Those say there are people who don't yeah. believe that OJ killed his wife and her. No, 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 no. Uh, this this is a little bit different, Brian. Oh, oh, is it? Real quick, did this consp- did this theory pop up? Uh, on a show about pizza reviews and uh, screaming uh, racial slurs into the microphone on Twitter and uh, uh, different Twitch feeds. Barstool Sports. I'm talking about Barstool Sports. <laughs> no, it's like not. Something I don't they think would that's where this comes with. from. I, it, it was from... Uh, uh, How do you know if it's more legit if you haven't looked into it? There it is. No, so I, I, saw, I saw a tweet like thread oh. about it. Um, from someone, no, it's like they're they're petitioning the Innocence Project to take up his case. I don't know enough about it. I just know that there is a a, a push to get him with the Innocence Project to see if it's a real case or if he has a real case to get acquitted. I, I, don't, I don't know anything like about I said. the case. I don't know anything about the case. I was just uh, curious. All about. I remember, all I remember about the case is. Someone dumped her body in a bay somewhere in like near San Francisco. And then um, everybody was like, yeah, he definitely did it because she was having his kid. Like, well, yeah, no, they were married and they were trying to have a kid. Uh, Yeah. But he was also trying to like hook up with people all over Modesto, California, where they lived. 
and it was a whole thing. Like there was sounds uh, like a great case for the innocence project. I mean, sure, get to the bottom of it, see what happens. Uh, no, while we're while we're at Why? it, let's, let's let's check out the Craigslist killer, that guy who uh, killed a bunch of people by hunting. There are Craigslist. so many more deserving people. Yep, who are who were wrongfully convicted and just like. I don't know. I mean, I get the whole like we like. I I don't feel like anybody should be put to death if there is an uh, like even an, a a hint that they might not have done what they yeah. they've been convicted of. Like, I don't I don't like all that. Leave them in prison until maybe something does. Like, if they're like ninety nine percent guilty, let's see if something then comes up later on in their life. But otherwise, let them rot their ass. If you didn't have such fucked so, up prison populations, we could totally afford to leave people in jail instead of executing them. Like well, also, they, we should be know, rehabilitating, not even not just punishing them in one place. In no, yeah, so, some, I mean, like, do you, okay, you I figured out where it came from. Okay, what, anti, what anti-vaxxer posted this, Frank? <laughs> no, it was not. It's actually from Rolling Stone <laughs> magazine. Um, but they, uh, A&E did a docu-series called The Murder of Lacey Peterson. Apparently there's some stuff in there that <clears throat> questioned the verdict. Um, and am I, is my audio cutting up or something? Mm-mm. Okay. No, no. I there was some stuff. No. Oh, okay. No, there was some stuff in there that like, uh, um, Question the verdict, and <clears throat> yeah, people started petitioning after the docu series, the Innocence Project, to pick up the case. I don't know if they ever did. This was like a year and a bit ago now. No, so. I I know there was something that came oh, out shit. like a couple of weeks ago about it, and I'm pretty sure they had his either his life sentence overturned or his death sentence overturned. One of the two. Um, he did get the death. I think he did get the death sentence overturned. I think that's correct. Um. Yeah, so I, I I don't know. I just found it interesting. I stumbled upon it. Sometimes you, you're like, holy shit, you remember Scott Peterson? It was a fucking huge deal. And then all of a sudden, because he never, I don't think he ever answered many questions. He did it in an interview. was really fucking bad at it. And the, his lawyer well, was like, you need to shut up. He kept <laughs> like, going on TV, on like news stations. Yeah, yeah, and was yeah. like, help yeah. us look for her. Okay. All right, yeah. Scott. But I mean, hey, okay. If he's innocent, help him out. Get him out of prison. Fine. I, I I won't judge you. Like Maya Moore just got the dude out of prison who was in there for 20 years. Right. Wrongfully convicted. And then she married him. Now, let's think about it. Is that kind of awkward? That, that is where I saw, dude hasn't I slept, this morning. hasn't slept with anybody for 20 years. And he's going to first one he sticks it in is just like, yeah, let's do it. Fucking. Dick, I mean, dick I'm dick sure lady. I'm sure it had a little more to do. Dumb. I think it had a little more to do with the wet dick than that, considering she worked with him over the last like, <laughs> fucking two years. I'm sure but they 20 had a, years, man. opportunity to fucking actually talk with one another and build a relationship uh, that way. Frank is enough, a fucking pump and dump guy over here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but I mean, okay, so imagine 20 years, right? Dude was 17. Peak, peak sexual fitness. He goes into the prison, has, I would only assume, virtually no intercourse in prison, and now gets, probably probably is like, man, I'm never going to have sex. Or maybe again, you know, maybe he had just lost his virginity like a year or two before. Gets into prison, gets a life sentence, probably, I'm never going to bang again. <laughs> now, 
the person that gets him out, first bang out, obviously, he's like, lock it up. I never know when I'm going to have this opportunity again, I guess. You know? Like, I don't... My fa- Villem and I <laughs> that had... That was the I first thing that popped in my mind. Villem and I had the same reaction when you were like, probably lost his virginity a year before. Like, what the fuck are you... What? How... <laughs> I was thinking he from? was 17 when he went in, dude. Like, yeah, he couldn't you know. have been banging too many chicks before that. Here's the thing. The... Uh, the Innocence Project doesn't solve the problem. They're just there to sort of be a last hope to some people. So they have to be selective. I would, I'm just saying on a pure, like, you know, if you're just looking at what they care about, which is impact level, they're looking for people who's like, you know, they're not looking for Scott Peterson. Sorry. <laughs> they're looking for like the Adnan fucking cases of people who get locked up as like teenagers for seemingly no reason on no evidence. And yeah, like for life, I, and like racial yeah, discrimination I mean, I, type of stuff. Specifically, I, yeah. So there, there are plenty of other avenues that they could go. I, I mentioned the Innocence Project because they petitioned them. That's not the only place that does pro bono defense attorneys for wrongly yeah. convicted felons. Um, so sure yeah, but wherever he gets help, hopefully he gets some. If he has a true case. Um, but yeah, back to our 20 year celibate now married <laughs> previously true, previously convicted, but not wrongfully convicted murderer. Hey, no, he was wrongfully 37 convicted. Is not a bad age. 37 is still fine. Yeah. He, he was a wrongfully convicted murderer. That's why he got out immediately. Yeah. You said correct. No, no, I th- I thought you said not wrongfully convicted. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I was I said, like, I said wrongfully, wrongfully convicted. I didn't. If if I did say that, that's not what I meant. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, the wrongfully convicted murderer who got out after twenty years. Yeah, thirty-seven still good. No, no problem. But I mean, I'm sure at thirty-seven, right? Things slow down a little bit for for the the the, the male species. So, um, <clears throat> we are we are dealing with a guy who, yeah, came out, came, and then. Got married. I don't. I. I. I don't know where Doctor Doctor Frank's ball therapy session comes in, but <laughs> you're just like a whole like rubbing his orbs in your hand, going, "I can see your future. <laughs> you will come quickly and marry immediately." No, I honestly think that over, like t- over talking with this woman for over two years as she helped to get him out of prison. I think that probably has I more understand to do with that. than his quick that. nut is all I'm saying, Frank. He's yeah, sure. It was great. He hit it. He didn't want to quit it. I understand. He didn't want to quit it. I but <laughs> twenty years, dude. Is, like I mean, I, mean I, I went eighteen, so you know, like I, I get it. I feel you, oh, man, yeah. my man. I am I'm right there with you. Yeah. So anyways, good for him. Locked up a WNBA player. He gets a mad settlement from the 20 years that he spent in prison illegally. Uh, and he's only 37. So he's got his whole life ahead of him. Um, 20 years completely wasted. Hopefully Maya Moore will, you know, she's super intelligent. She got her law degree to help him out. So um, hopefully, you know, they'll manage the money well and he'll be set up for a really nice life. But... Riddle be this. What if she was so enamored with the dick that she locked it down? You know, you ever thought about that? <laughs> Ooh, could be that. Could be that. Like, let's, let's not twist it. Like, she went to go get a law degree to keep getting that D. That, that's dedication. 
You know do what you I mean? Think, do you think so? You're, what you're saying is, is she was his pen pal in prison, mm-hmm. and he instead of texting her a nude photo, <laughs> took one with a disposable camera and sent the camera back to her. Yeah, it seems then like she went and processed the image in a film lab, got the dick pic, and was like, "This is worth it. I'm helping this man out to get out of jail." Yeah, I mean that's plausible. That definitely probably probably is what happened. But you know, your way could have worked too. I don't know. I, I don't know. Who's to say? Join us next no. week when we get them on the podcast and we really get down to the bottom of it. Was it the, was it the D or the V? What got y'all? Yeah. What locked it down for y'all? What got you out of yeah. lockdown and into lockdown? You know what I mean? Who who sent the who sent the first nude prison selfie? Well, actually, did he send one? Because he could be the only one. I'm guessing. Well, she wasn't in prison exactly. Um, yeah. Well, this has been Very a fun, fucked up conversation that we've had here this this evening. <laughs> hey, the Maya Moore thing was it? It was fucked up to me when I first read. Well, not fucked up. Okay, wish them all the best. To me, in my mind, I was just like, hmm, twenty years, huh? Twenty years. Yeah. Walked down the aisle five days after. <laughs> Again, very interesting. They've been in a relation, like they've been in contact with one another for two years. Sure, sure. You're saying don't just go, don't years, don't, right? don't drop the don't drop a down payment on a car unless you've test driven it. Is that what you're getting at? Unless you've road or, tested or, it over the weekend, or or unless the only thing you're comparing it to is a '67 Cadillac. It's pretty fucking right? smooth. Though. Like you haven't had another car. Your last car was in 1997. Yeah, I mean, go like, try a couple new, go try a couple new whips around. See how you <laughs> see which one fits, and you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this: some people prefer classics. I don't know, man. <laughs> people will fucking rebuild a Toyota Celica from '88. Okay, so this is true. Fuck, yeah. do we know about I anything? I have a friend like that. Like I'm sure we all do. D- dude, I would love to have an A86. It'd be fucking dope. Just drive that thing around like I'm fucking drifting. The best. I never could get best. into the cars and the motors so much, to be honest with you. No. Oh, I love them. It's a I lot tried. Of I really did. I have a fucking, I have a vintage Honda motorcycle, 1975. And it's an awesome bike, but I will take it to someone and have them, like, who know what they're doing, work on it. I would like to learn, though. I think you my know, dad wrecked one of those. Comfortable. No joke. I think my dad wrecked one of those. Drove it like under a semi truck. Oh wow! Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah. So, um, I agree with Willem. I'm not not as big into cars, but to Willem's point, uh, the 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 thing about the car dude that you know that's a car restorer. Yeah. Rarely ever do you hear about the car they finished. It's only the car they're about to start. You need to hang out with better <laughs> car people. No, I mean, I, okay. There are, honestly, Parker's brother, who he finishes cars. But I know more non-finishers and, like, starters but don't finish than I do people who take the project from soup to nuts, you know? Um, soup to nuts. There's a term you don't hear a lot. I love that's that. right. Soup to that's nuts. Right. What is that exactly? What is that colloquialism connecting to? And, and soup to nuts. Yeah, and just like start to finish. But where from the soup- scratch to final product? Brian, you're asking nuts? too many questions now. 
Well, no, because you remember why? You, why you, soup? Why well, soup? And why nuts? I don't go doing research on the. Well, Frank dragged yeah, me down for using, using brass tacks one time, and he he was like, "Oh no!" And then <laughs> rolled out an entire explanation of exactly. You have what me brass curious though. I, I want to know: Is it where someone dips? Oh, okay. Their here you nuts, go. No, no, no. Here is it where go. someone it's, dips their nuts in soup, and that's how they go soup full to course, nuts? Full course. It's a full course dinner. You start with soup and you end with the nuts. Oh, nice! On your forehead because on your forehead, yep. At Brian's house, yeah, it's always a <laughs> lean back, balls. Lean back and nuts on your forehead. Now I've gone soup to nuts. Guys, I've cooked this entire meal. Now I know you've had a lovely time. Now it's time <laughs> to, to honor me ball bag with the nuts forehead. portion of tonight's occasion. <laughs> As the saying goes, soup to nuts. Lean back, everybody. We're going to put my nuts in your forehead. <laughs> I don't think this is okay. They're you warm. Guys, yep. You guys were wondering why I had tanning beds or tanning chairs installed in my living room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exactly for this occasion. Lean back. Everybody lean back. <laughs> lean those chairs back. As Fat Joe said, <laughs> lean back. Lean back. All right. Now I'm going to put my nuts in your forehead. That's right. It's raining, oh, guys, in Oregon. It's raining in Oregon. Nice. Good for them. Thank hopefully, fucking God. Hopefully they get enough. And they yeah. don't get it with uh It looks like it's plenty, actually. It looks kind of floody. Or, you know, not like in a That's worrisome good. way, but pooling. Well, so the next thing is where there is vegetation that burnt away. If it floods, then you can have serious landslides. because mm-hmm. They have elevation you know, changes there. The, yeah. Well, you know, and they have two two time zones. Who fucking knew? Who knew know. Oregon had two time zones? Who who knew Oregon needed two time zones? I I, I bet part of Oregon didn't know that they needed two time zones. <laughs> who knew that Oregon had a time zone west of a time zone that's east of them that's in the western time zone? Have either who of you that? ever driven across Pennsylvania? I mean, part like, of Pennsylvania. Uh, yes. That motherfucker needs two time zones. <laughs> it's huge. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Pennsylvania yeah. is insane. That motherfucker needs two time zones. It is. It's like there's, there's, uh, I think, is it Pittsburgh? Yeah, Pittsburgh is closer to Cleveland than to Philadelphia, um, which is crazy because it doesn't like, look that way, but it's super Dallas far, is far. closer to Oklahoma yeah. City than it is to Austin. And Austin's not yeah, even at the halfway true. point of fucking Texas, like north and south. That's true. Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh is way closer to Cleveland, actually. Yeah. Welcome to the One Up Radio Hour with yeah. Brian. Goddamn right. Texas do or die, motherfuckers. Let me, let me objectively destroy <laughs> Let me objectively destroy your good point All right. by making it about Texas. Texas is really laid out north-south, though, through the middle. There is, like, people That's do right. go, but for the most part, it's in a line north-south. Mm. If you right. look at Pennsylvania, everything mm. is kind of laid out mm. east-west. And it's Why don't you talk to the good people of Abilene, loyal listeners, uh, <laughs> they'll be left behind. They would have something to say to you about north-south Texas. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't even get me started on those poor folks in a different time zone of El Paso, Texas. That's right. That is that's an unfortunate time zone, guys. I don't I don't get so I understand that is literally the tailbone of fucking Texas. Living east of that time zone, I could see there's benefit, you know, yeah. deer runs, whatever. 
um, living west of it, I mean, it's just all the suckiness. Yeah. You're an hour earlier, so your day's an hour longer. You know, like yeah. dealing with everybody coming across and you're like, no, it's actually an hour different here. We don't know why. We don't want to <laughs> think about the number of times they've had that conversation in that town. Like, fellas, set your clocks back for the five mile stretch right here. And then once we leave this part of town, Remember, everybody else is an hour ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Have you guys ever? Have you ever panned across a map like of the Midwest and all that? Yeah, dude, I used to read a, an atlas when I was in middle it's, school. I didn't have any friends. All these like, you know, moderate to large cities—they're all like relatively evenly spaced, except for through the mountains. Well, I yeah. never noticed that elevation changes. You got to stop more often because it's dangerous. But other than yeah, that, it's really based on how 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 far the human can go without strangling their family in a car. <laughs> or also, know, back, in, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Wow, so, sure. Um, okay. Well, speaking of which, right? If you ever go to Colorado, <clears throat> um, and you go hiking, do me a favor. Think about. Right. So I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, it's so beautiful, whatever. The thing, the thing that immediately popped in my head, and I don't know, maybe it did for you all, too. But I was like, man, these motherfuckers really fucking hated the East Coast. Like they could have stopped in Denver and been like, oh, we're good. You know, this is this looks great. You know, got the mountains right here. They walked across those motherfucking mountains. They hated the East Coast so bad. Hiking the Rockies is not easy. And they were like, yeah, let's take the oxen and, you know, pfft. Fuck on over those mountains. Then they got to the next set of mountains in the Sierra Nevadas, and they fucked on over those too. That is some fucking dedication. I think that dedication was driven by the promises of gold out in California for most people who made that trip. But I don't want to be. You're saying it incorrectly. You're saying it incorrectly. What? You know you're saying it incorrectly. What gold? No, California. Oh yeah, (laughs) California. (laughs) California. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's, you gotta enunciate. I am enunciating. California. 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 Oh, shit. That's uh, rough. Yeah, it's that a stroke. <laughs> Sorry. The ones that get me are the ones who stopped in Nevada and they were just like, this yeah. is good. The Northern Nevada, like Reno. You know why they named it Death Valley after Fuck. all? <laughs> Death, Death Valley is just for people who are like, fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> The ones who didn't die got to name it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you guys see the amount of dead people in that valley? Yeah, we call it Death Valley around here. Ah, it's good now to write that down. Dies. Oh, we'll wait for somebody else to write it down. Who named we don't, it? We don't know who named how to it. Oh, dude, dude's here. dead. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I, I mean, shit. Even parts of Utah, they're beautiful, but it gets fucking cold in Utah. Yep. And it snows a shit ton. There's nothing forgiving out there. There's either goddamn a lake of like just a salt bed, which, congrats, we found this. This is good. This is gonna be useful. Uh, and then there's just death in fucking mountains and snow. It's good. Beautiful I also I, I also think um, the the one kind of weird thing about Utah is that you need to have to be able to file state um, <clears throat> in state uh, uh, taxes. Uh, you need to have either participated in or founded uh, a cult prior to um, to being accepted as a resident of the state. So it's, uh-huh, it's one okay. of those weird spots. Mm. 
Yeah, I Doesn't think that's state. section 503C1. 100%. PO. Yeah, I think you actually quoted the exact section of the Newtonian uh, tax code. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, Utah's weird, but cool. And also, can we, can we, another weird thing, right, since we're just talking about weird shit. Um, salt Lake, it is purely salt. It can and is being mined. Yet for some reason, we let Cargill nearly ruin the San Francisco Bay with salt fields that they built out there in the late 60s that almost like put so much salt. So they, they took the water out of the ocean. It unbalanced the biome in that area so badly that it almost had a, a total ecological collapse. Um, wow. And we were sitting on a literal thing called Salt Lake, and you could just mine that for millennia and never run out of salt. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, interesting. It's, Fucked up. It's not like salt isn't uh, plentiful in other parts of the earth. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah, over there ruining I, the Bay, the Bay Area. I mean, right here, this house here in North Texas, salt of the earth people here. You know what I mean? <laughs> just come collect our sweat yeah so we do here. our blood sweat and tears have salt, built this land salt to the earth yeah so the salt ponds let me I'll, I'll show you what these things look like they look i mean they're pretty disgusting actually uh, beautiful I, but disgusting i've never even heard of um, these things so i'm, I'm learning something oh yeah if if you fly into san francisco you'll see these technicolor like ponds of water uh, outside of your window uh, if you're on the right side of the plane, not the left side. Um, and I mean, that's really arbitrary. <laughs> no, coming from this side, you'll probably land approaching what if from the, the south. What right? if the winds, the San Andreas winds? Sure. Come, you know, I mean, to come in, from in all likelihood, though, in all likelihood, most days you'll land in the sun. You're what if right, I have though. to land in um, like in Fresno and then train in? You know, you're not gonna see this. You're just not gonna see this. Okay, Brian. Frank, don't promise don't me things. It, look it up on Google. Don't promise me these things. I'm looking to the left right. constantly. I don't see them. Oh wow, that's fucking wild. They're, it is, isn't it? It literally looks like somebody cut open a watermelon on the earth. Like the, mm -hmm. the earth is a watermelon. <laughs> that's yeah, wild. it's wild. And every single stage here is a different stage of evaporation so different algae bloom and get like dominant in that ecosystem so that's all water so then it's all water yeah just laid it's out algae land. blooming within the water Wait, so why are they doing this it's it's it used to it's an ancient way of harvesting salt um they used to do it this way in rome and everywhere but what where they did it was further inland they would not pump it from the ocean directly near the fucking oh. like marshes. Oh, so if any <laughs> so of this water still drain, doing this? yeah, they're, they, they have been working on reclaiming these ponds for quite some time. It will take them some time longer, but um, they're not fully reclaimed. And this, this biome see that protects uh, areas like Palo Alto and whatnot from flooding was completely destroyed to make these salt ponds. Oh. Um, and now they're trying to reclaim them, but obviously you've, the, the earth there needs to be rebalanced. And well, yeah, you can't. You literally can't put salt on the ground and expect shit to. Yeah, work. Yeah, so, salt. <laughs> now you learned something. 
Wow, Frank, your geology discussion <coughs> is really, that's actually one of the prettier things that you've shown. Actually, the prettiest thing you've shown us. Uh, I mean, you've shared some awful things on this screen uh, while we're doing a podcast, so at least that one was pleasant to look at. Showed, yeah. showed us Tub Girl one salt, time. Showed salt, us tub ponds, girl. salt ponds in the San Francisco Bay, and you'll see them. They're Cargill-owned, um, still in use, but they are they are winding down the use of them and reclaiming it, so hopefully that gets... Yeah, so shitty thing number whatever, four on the cast tonight. Um, uh, to bring it to a better thing, real quick, is a quick segue out of shitty thing number four. I'm drinking Weller Antique 107, which is fucking beautiful. It's not shitty at nice. all. It's fantastic. This is thanks to well, dear friend Jay, who found a bottle of it at a liquor store in Oklahoma City and was thinking of your boy and uh, picked it up. What makes it 107? So uh, Antique 107... Uh, it's the proof, the the proof of the final product. It's fifty three point five percent alcohol by volume, so it Got is it. still a weeded bourbon. It is no age statement, so uh, <clears throat> I don't know if they put it on here what they have coming through here. But this is the this is the bourbon between the Special Reserve, this green label, and the Weller Twelve, which is the darker green label, which is the first age statement in the Weller lineup. <laughs> All of made by Buffalo Trace by the Sazerac Company. All uh, direct descendants of the mountain man, Pappy Van Winkle. Do you see what I did there? I know that Pappy Van Winkle is not a mountain man, but in Inglorious Bastards, um, Brad Pitt's character says he's direct descendant of Mount, mountain man. Yeah, this is really good, Brian. But it's it's, it's, the same, it's, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, it's the same mash bill as Pappy. And uh, like a lot of people say that if you take Weller uh, Antique 107 and Weller 12 and you blend them half and half, it is the it's poor man's Pappy. Pappy, but it is the Pappy like 12 year mash bill or 15 year, like it. same thing. Anyway. It's yeah, good. you know, uh, Pappy Pappy Van Winkle is one of those that I will never pay to try, but I'm sure it's good, right? Like, um, why? Why do you have something specific? It's, it's, it's like, so culty and fucking uh, overpriced. Like, a, I think the the lowest priced Pappy bottle is like three hundred fifty dollars, and that's if you get it at like actual retail. No, which is <laughs> but, impossible. Yeah, and like it, it's it's just like a lot of other like upper echelon whiskeys in general, like you hear people talking about like, Oh, I paid $1,500 for a bottle of it. It's like McAllen M like it's $3,000. Wonderful. Great. Uh, cool. I don't know. Is it worth three grand? How, how can I even appreciate it? Yeah, so, right. so, um, I got to tell you, right. We're having this, this get together of people here at the house two weeks ago. And, uh, this dude who is total shithead um, <clears throat> came uh, with like a, I don't know, he came with some rum or something. And he's like, try this rum. And they made a, uh, like a, a green, it was a green apple or something, rum. Yeah. Like Captain Morgan spiced rum. Sounded disgusting. Oh, spiced apple? Yeah, something yeah. like that. It tastes like apple pie is the purpose, is the, I've, I've had it. So he was like, yeah, so he was like, I just drink this straight. And I go, okay, first off, it's not rum anymore. No. You're drinking like it's, it's convoluted a, spices in a mixture that happens to have alcohol. It's a it. fucking shooter. Uh, yeah. So he was like, try this. I, I drink this straight. And I was like, straight? What are you fucking? It's 
I can smell you should only drink this drink. What are you going to mix this with? Like, what would you make out of this? Put it on ice and give it to the kids. What the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, I was like, no, it was one of those where he 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 was not very smart. So I was like, is he serious? Like, am I supposed to be like, holy shit, dude, you drink this straight? You but I was like, no, he's, he's your shirt serious. Off and he's like, I chest bumped with I him. drink this yeah it was like I drink this straight I was like okay well if you can find a drink to make with this then more power to you I can't think of one thing other than literal club soda to mix this with um so okay so he says this and I don't try the the rum but he goes do you like whiskey and he knows I like whiskey because I had just gotten whiskey out of my whiskey cabinet and he was like yeah, do you like whiskey? And I go, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a fan. You know, I'm kind of more of a scotch fan myself. And he goes, um, oh, yeah, no, love scotch, love scotch. Then he says this. And if you are a lover of scotches or blended scotches, I mean, I'm not a huge blended scotch. We've gone through that discussion. Um, I haven't had the right one yet. But for me, you know, not a huge fan. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Monkey Shoulders is the one Brian was just holding up. Um, so <clears throat> I don't judge people. But... Um, when, but for if you say some stupid shit. So yes. um, <clears throat> he goes, uh, yeah, I love I love scotches. He goes, matter of fact, my daily driver is Johnny Walker Blue Label. And I was like, first off, the most overpriced garbage fucking blended scotch I've ever had. It is not good. Um, if you like it and you want to pay three hundred dollars for that shit, I don't really know. You you would spend three hundred bucks on a lot of shit. Also, the worst um, weird flex of how much money I spend on daily drinking. The fuck are we talking about and here? He said daily driver, so a double whammy, right? I was like, dude, two strikes plus the fucking I drink something that you could only drink straight, straight. <laughs> like you are the dumbest motherfucker I have ever talked you to. Ever, in my you life. ever, like, bro, bro, bro? You ever tried this DeKuyper? Uh, fucking <laughs> green pucker, bro. This shit'll get you fucked up. I drink it straight. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, oh, first off, like, dude was hammered by eight thirty, so I was oh. first off. What are you not, fucking not going to this? We go. Yeah. We go to church later. What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> not, <laughs> not the scene. So yeah, and then then when he when he said the the the, the blue label thing, it was just cherry on the fucking top i was like this dude is not my kind of guy (laughs) (laughs) you should dude i have we all know the judgment when it comes down eventually oh uh, it's like the guy i was pouring beer for at a fucking free beer event and i i pick up a can uh to pour a sample and he's like oh i don't drink beer out of a can i was like okay can you, can you tell me why not? And he was like, I can taste Do these people listen to themselves when they say this shit? No, he was like, I, I can taste the aluminum. And I go, you're the only person. And he looked at me. We just you're stared at It's lined. It's not even aluminum. It's lined with something. It's lined with plastic, yes. And I told, like, we just sat there and looked at each other. I was like, I'm not going to have any further dumb conversations with you. So you could just move along. I don't care. I, I'm not getting paid to do this. And uh, also, I don't want you to drink this product at this point because... Dumbasses don't need to be drinking good things. Move along. I yep. like. I start like I even. It was the first guy of the night too, so I was like, you know, think of a can as a small a small keg. It's protected from light, protected from oxygen. He's like, nah, I can taste the aluminum. Okay, we're done. Next, 
Whoever the fuck's coming up next, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. The people who I was pouring, yeah. like, who, like, asked me to come pour there, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't have time for this dipshit. They were like, well, nobody's in line behind him. I was like, I don't care. I don't, I'm not going to waste my oxygen on this fucking idiot. <laughs> he was still at but the table. But that's the thing. Like, <laughs> the people, uh, like, again, the I, reason I said, do you, are you even listening to yourself, right? Is like, you, you do realize that in, whatever category uh let's let's talk steak okay uh yeah uh, my favorite steak is uh fucking wagyu beef you're like okay i mean weird favorite steak awesome is that your every super strange i mean i i love wagyu wagyu new york strip fantastic it's not what i'm gonna tell you is my favorite fucking steak because i've only made it like twice i've only made it twice and there's no way that i can afford to make it more than three or four times a year can't be my can't be my favorite by virtue of that it cannot be your favorite yeah like it can't there's there's a rule in life that says something that is your favorite you should be able to do yeah like i had pappy van winkle a shot of it my favorite bourbon can't be your favorite most impressive bourbon you've tasted sure i'll give you that favorite bourbon no you've had one shot You've never, you've never, honestly, you've probably never done anything with it, right? Because part of the beauty of bourbon is how it interacts with other liquors. So making a good mixed drink with a good bourbon actually is very good. I, um, I mean, it's how you appreciate it. I appreciate tasting sure. it straight and like neat. No, uh, understood. But but a, a good bourbon, you, yeah, with good you. vermouth in a Manhattan is ph- phenomenal. Like it is, it can be some of the best mixed drink drinking you'll you'll do. And you'll taste the differences in the bourbons and for sure the vermouths as well. But, um, yeah, if you're around and you're telling me I had Pappy Van Winkle or my favorite thing is something that's $300 fucking dollars, get your mind checked. Like, yeah. I don't really know. I, I, and, and I'm not going to respond to you. It's <laughs> yeah, like we're done. when people talk about, yeah, when people talk about sneakers, like what's your favorite sneaker? It's got to be something you've owned. Your yeah. favorite sneaker cannot be I fucking love the Kanye West Red Octobers that are $15,000 at Flight Club. That cannot be your favorite sneaker. Here's what I will say. To take it back to what we were talking about earlier with car people, that same mm-hmm. cannot be said for car people. No, true, because no one's expecting you to own five different fucking cars. You uh, know? Like, so see, I think, I, I will say this caveat. Like when I ask someone what their favorite car is, like from a design aspect is the, def- the like default like understanding that's and, what well, and normally about. people say car you've owned or ah. car you would if you could yes that's true that's true you know? uh i will say this i was having a discussion with somebody at work and i was like what's your favorite you know we were talking about cars and he the dude was like oh dude i freaking absolutely love the nissan skyline i was like oh yeah that's a fucking great car he's like it handles like a dream. I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I've heard it does handle. He's like, I go, wait, have you driven one? He's like, oh, yeah, I own one. I was like, oh, well, then let's go for a fucking ride because that's what the next step is. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't have it right now. I was like, oh, so wait, you just because he also let in with that, like, oh, it's my daily. You know, I make sure that it's, you know, it's. Well taken care of. It's my baby. Park it diagonally across three spots at the back of the lot. Yeah, you know how that goes. It's like, all right, let's go take a ride. Well, it's. I mean, it's not. It's not with me right now. I was like, is it your car? Well, it's my dad's car. I was like, okay. Well, the, okay. The, we're getting to That's a important. spot here. It's an important is, point. You should have told me that. It's like saying yeah. that my favorite daily is Johnny Walker. 
when I have it. You know what I mean? Like I would actually, yeah. I would, okay, cool. I'll go with that because I loved Highland Park when I had it. It was a fantastic whiskey. If I would have say like, oh yeah, Highland Park was my, fu- that was my daily when I was drinking it. It was fantastic. It's gone now. Can't afford it again, but it was great. But it can't here. be your favorite. That's the point. The point is like a favorite thing is like, what's your favorite color? Red. Okay. Right now. A red Sorry. Shirt. I have red. The, you know, like it's the fall, not my favorite in the fall. That's, you know, I will say this. I just want to be clear. Uh, Highland Park is not my favorite, but you get what I'm saying. Expensive you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get it. I know what you're saying. Um, okay. Cause that, that frustrates the piss out of me when people do that. Like what's a favorite golf course? Oh, I went and played Pebble Beach one time. It was my favorite. Son okay, I mean, bitch. cool. My Glen Karen glasses chipped. Mother. Oh, that sucks. Fuckers. Motherfucker. Yeah. I think as as a society, we need to define things a little bit more, you know, uh, specifically. Your favorite thing is something that you can do all the time. You do all the time. I'm bummed um, out. And then you can have other favorites. Like, yeah, my favorite whatever private course that I've ever played or professional is Pebble Beach, you know? So, <clears throat> I don't know. Because, yeah, when people bring up, yeah, my favorite whiskey is fucking Johnny Walker Blue Label. I've had like four or five people do that to me for whatever fucking reason. And I'm like, Frank, dude. People just feel the need to flex on you. They just feel like you're flex worthy. They don't want to be embarrassed by yeah. you. They don't want to say like their favorite whiskey is fucking Jim Beam. And then you pass judgment on them with your high and mighty abilities. Frank, people put you on a pedestal. Don't put Frank That's on a right. pedestal, people. Don't put me on a pedestal. Frank That's is, the message. Frank here. is trash people just like the rest of us, okay? We should That's acknowledge right. That's that. Right. <laughs> 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 you ever, I don't know. Maybe this is a dumb question, but have you ever, <clears throat> obviously, Frank, you, you had that experience. Have you ever had an experience out, like outside of whiskey that you've had someone trying to flex so hard that you're just like, what? Just. Just stop. What the fuck are you doing? Like, what's happening here? Because I'm going to tell you right now, in the beer world, happens all the fucking time. And it's really goddamn annoying. And you see it, like, I like seeing it on other people's, like, social media feeds. Like, them flexing on others. Like, this is the weirdest pissing contest I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, It. so with me, most often it happens with, like, finance and economics. Because I have studied that stuff for a long time. And yeah, it's most most of the time it's just people who don't want to like say they had an inaccurate opinion or like it was an uninformed opinion. You know, like there's lots of times on this cast where we all express opinions and then one of us will be like, well, actually, because I used to do this or because, you know, in your case, you know, a shit ton more about beer and distilling and whatnot or then we correct each other and we move on. In the real world, for whatever reason. There seems to be more people who are not willing to do that. Instead, they're tr- willing to like go down with some fucking flaming ship of lies. That's <laughs> <laughs> definitely not like they. It's self-constructed. That's the problem. You're like, dude, you know, you didn't have to do that. Like, you could have very, very easily just been like, yeah, okay. So it's, it's like when people argue with doctors. Like the doctor's <laughs> like, dude, you have a broken leg. I know I don't have a broken leg. Like, dude, the x-ray says you have a broken leg, but now I'm going to defend the fact that I know I don't have a broken leg until I fucking have gangrenous uh, issues in my lower left 
thought, you know, Frank, like what the fuck are we doing here? The best I've <laughs> ever seen is someone in my family arguing that they weren't allergic to something <clears throat> as they were actively swelling and having difficulty breathing after being exposed to that, that something. Ins- oh my God. Insane. Why? Insane. Because they've never been allergic to it before. This can't be it. And like, I mean, this was obviously, this is probably 15, 20 years ago that I saw this happen firsthand. But I was like, this is the dumbest shit I have ever seen in my life. I'm allergic to it. Like, wow. He's really having well, every, everything. But that's the thing, right? Like, everybody's po- everything's pointing in a different direction. Yeah. Yet you're stuck in this one. Can't be it. Constant state of existence, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never happened before. Writing it off as a possibility yeah. right here. Sure, surely could not be the case. I'm sorry. What did you feed me? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've eaten shellfish several times before. What did, what did you eat tonight? Shrimp. All shrimp. All the time. Just... Eight different kinds of ways. Okay. Might suggest and that I've, you have I've, developed a shellfish allergy. <laughs> and those that allergy only normally comes out like late twenties, early thirties. Oh, it's fucking it's one of the late the late bloomers. Allergies I, in I general are fucking not, terrifying. But I was not allergic to clams. And I'm not allergic to shellfish in general. Mm. I have specific ones. Like I can eat oysters, but I can't eat clams. I can eat mussels. Mostly it's just clams at the moment. But um, when I didn't know that was the problem, uh, I loved clams. <laughs> and I would put them on my paellas. And then every time I'd eat a paella, I would get the allergy. And it wasn't bad. I would just get like really red here. Oh, it wasn't like you were shitting your and, brains uh, out for three days or anything? No. No, That's no. And I wasn't having trouble breathing. Um, but my heart rate would go up a little bit just because of all the redness and the, the blood flow, you know. But... Um, I was like, finally figured out it's the fucking clams, and I haven't eaten clams since then. So, you know. I mean, I'm there with you. I figured out that I was allergic to a certain strain of peppers. I'm not going to tell what strain of peppers because I don't want somebody trying to assassinate my ass. But I will say this: like, I've now had to change what how I approach foods when I go out to restaurants, and it's really kind of pisses me off because I really like foods with this pepper in it. And I just can't, mm-hmm. I can't do it. My mouth goes numb and I fucking, I, I start sweating profusely. Like can't stop. Uh, Villem, you just sent some fucking, uh, nice doomsday, uh, message. Didn't you? Oh, it's not doomsday. Oh, they, sorry. uh, the, a federal judge blocked or, or is reversing all of the po- postal changes operational changes or whatever in 14 states go ahead are they able is are they still able to appeal i'm guessing yeah but it's not until after the election right because this yeah but to me the big thing is it says the states have demonstrated that the defendants are involved in a politically motivated attack on the efficiency of the postal service they have also demonstrated that this attack on the Postal Service is likely to irreparably harm the state's ability to administer the 2020 general election. Is that illegal? Is that impeachable? Could we see another impeachment from this? I mean, that's what I'm wondering about. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, <clears throat> listen, he could literally take a piss on the, on the Declaration of Independence, and there would be at least a dozen members who would need to fucking... Gross yeah, but it doesn't. Lines. It's death by a thousand cuts now. It's just like, but it's start like, an impeachment, do that, like just everywhere you can get him right now. Just fucking go for it. Sure, or vote for Joe Biden. We can do that too. 
Uh, well, I, yeah, and that's I, another I, one. Today I got a, a, a mail, or a, the only piece of mail that I got today was from the U.S. Postal Service, and it was a checklist mm-hmm. of things to make sure that you do if you're going to mail in your ballots. Like, they just straight up said, don't give, <laughs> don't overwhelm your electoral, like, uh, overseers or whatever. They're like, send it in early. If you think it's too early, send it in anyway, and it'll get, like, yeah. they'll get to it faster or whatever. And it was, like, literally a checklist of, don't let these people do this to you. Fucking vote by mail. Continue to do what yeah. you're going to do. I received the same mailer, like, I think today or yesterday. I can't, maybe yesterday. I mean, it literally the only thing in my mailbox. It was, it was fantastic. But that, so that, that little, uh, so I understand people were pissed at the mailer. I actually thought it was just poorly worded. I think the purpose of the mailer was. What mailer you? I, I got it. What were you pissed the, the about? The U.S., the, the, the mail-in voting. Yeah. People were pissed part. about it? Did you guys get one of those? Yeah. Why? They were really angry. They were trying to stop it from misinformation. I, I thought it was super handy. It was helpful. Um, yeah. I'm putting together, so, I'm putting together something <clears throat> like that for my, uh, for my job, actually. Uh, we're oh, nice. Helping give, time, was, give timelines. Oh, yeah, I thought it just said mail in your vote. Yeah, we're giving people timelines so, um, and suggestions on uh, uh, deadlines and dates to go vote early so that you're not in Yeah, but lines. apparently they were sending it in states where everybody was going to get a ballot. Uh, so like in Colorado, where everybody gets a mail-in va- in ballot, they were like, no, you don't need to send this to any of our people. You need to actually take it back because they're going to assume this is it that they're not shit. registered to vote or there's something wrong. Yeah. Um, so, no, I understood that. But yeah, for Texas, it was ha- it was handy. Um so, in other news, did you guys see the PlayStation 5 pre-orders got botted? Did they really? <laughs> they did. Good. These kids checked out, like, some, some, some kids that I saw checked out, like, 50 PlayStation 5 pre-orders, slightly different addresses in their own neighborhoods. And, uh, yeah, they are now selling the pre-orders online. For like a thousand bucks a pre-order, Jesus! It's it's a confirmed PlayStation, so you you pay for the PlayStation. You just you know get it whenever it comes out. Wow! When are people yeah. gonna fucking fully understand or like fully vet these pre-order processes where they don't get just smashed? Or Dude, candy? and it's so easy. Like it's so easy. You need to put make it so there's two there's two sides to it. Confirm accounts so that these kids don't just create shit tons of email addresses and pre-order using that way. So confirm accounts via emails. It takes too much work. Most people aren't into doing that. Um, uh, do raffles. Okay. So accept pre-orders for a certain period and then select people out of that bunch that have the pre-order. Um, and then uh, make sure that the raffle is time boxed. So it's only 15 minutes for 15 minutes or five minutes. You can enter the raffle for the PlayStation 5. And then if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. But it's very difficult to bot that many auto subscribes in, in that amount of time. And then that you can add a human element question, not a CAPTCHA, because CAPTCHAs can be solved remotely. Um, and these bots are very good at it. Spotify has like, they put a picture up and then they ask you to type in what the word is for the picture. Mm. And um, apparently there was, so we had a big release today the fragment Jordan threes, they look like shit, but you try to get them cause you could resell them for a shit ton. Um, they, uh, look like shit. Uh, it's good. Yeah. I would never wear them. Uh, so I did not get them. 
um, but they, uh, the CTO of Shopify said for all the stores that ran, there were only two stores that ran Shopify sites that released this product, apparently 12 people, they showed um, pictures of dogs to people for this release and 12 people manually entered tree as their answer and couldn't check out. And he's like, not really sure. Sorry to those 12 people who put tree as the answer for an obvious picture of a Frenchie. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Just like what? Uh, Holy shit. I, so <clears throat> I was looking up the specs on the difference between the Xbox series X and series S because I'm an Xbox man myself. I have I have me too. <clears throat> quite a few titles invested in in to the feel franchise. But should I say hashtag me as well? Yeah, thank you. Uh, have you looked up the specs on these, Villem? I think you might actually find these interesting as well. Like these well, two consoles are priced one the X the Series X is priced at four ninety nine and the Series S is priced at two ninety nine. But the specs read like a full on fucking gaming PC. I mean, to, it is a gaming PC down yeah. to the fact that you have. Legit, a legit dedicated GPU on board mm-hmm. with each of these fucking things. How much are they? Four ninety nine for the Series X and two ninety nine for the Series S. So yeah, but you, the, you know by. Sorry. They've gotten the price way down. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and you know, you know by uh, June that price will be like two ninety nine. Right, but I mean, even at the at the fucking output. 4K at 60 frames per second up to 120 frames per second. That's fucking incredible for a goddamn is, console. Yeah, yeah. They have RAM dedicated, 16 gigs dedicated at 10 busted down to 560 gigs a second and 6 gigs uh, down at 336 gigs a second for the different read uh, options that, that the console has. Because that one is the only one that actually has a goddamn disc reader, which is yeah, yeah. heavily is what I need. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking crazy. And both so, of them have you know, up to a terabyte expandable storage. That's fucking wild. Oh, wow, that's cool. So, um, you know what that spec sheet just screams at me? What? Wait for the second generation. Oh, yeah, dude. The second generation is going to be at the size of the Series S with a fucking disc reader and have all the Series X specs. Well, also, I, I can... Okay, the games being developed, they don't really know how big those games are going to be. No, so they they have a they have a sort of a think tank, right? But if you think about Call of Duty, right now, if you download the whatever Warzone or whatever, yeah, that son of a bitch is two hundred and fifty gigs. So you I, could use a fourth of that hard drive in the X just on one game. Yeah, I was going to say I um, have that's literally half of my hard drive on my Xbox One right now. <coughs> Yeah, shit. So you need to. These developers need to get better at like compressing, cleaning up the size yeah. of their well, code base. What kills? Yeah. What kills games like that? And I, I'm a big racing fan. So like, Forza Horizon Four is almost a hundred gigs. It's like eighty something gigs, but that's because it has all these expandable cars and all these extra tracks and all these extra like places to explore. Like each one of those things is about four to ten gigs, depending on what you're downloading. So you have a yeah. base game of 50 gigs, not that crazy, but then you're busting up to 30 within the first year of expandable. Why can't uh, I download? Yeah. Why can't I download the like core unlocked shit right at start, and then when I like 
reach an achievement or whatever, I download that part that I now unlock. Well, essentially that's, I mean, it doesn't play that way because they still want you to pay for those extra pieces. But like, that's essentially what it boils down to because, you know, six months into a title being released, like you've played to the point where you're almost, you're like 70, 80% complete with the, like all the content on the original, uh, like title. And then you're, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, I'm going to unlock fucking Fortune Islands here. That's the mm-hmm. Forza Horizon piece. But anyway, all that to say, Frank, I know you and I talked about it a couple nights ago. I think I think it'll have to be maybe this time next year we'll be looking at yeah. legitimate reasons for me to be looking at a new console. No, I think I, I'm in that same boat. I won't buy the first one. The other thing that I was going to say is, that the specs on that also scream overheating issues or fan noise issues. Fan noise um, for that console, sure. Yeah. That console has got to be kept cold in some capacity. And I'd like to hear how, how that's is. going to be happening because. Do what? I don't think they are liquid cool. No, they're not liquid cool. It'd be cool. It would be awesome. And I'm sure um, there's some aftermarket like secondary pieces that you could put on there. But essentially. Like the way the Xbox, the Series X looks, it looks like a fucking gaming PC. Like it does, tower. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't think there's gonna be heating issues. Like the, oh, I, I honestly, anything that Microsoft puts out, if it has a fucking hint of an overheating issue, they're going to receive so much backlash from parents of kids who are trying to buy this shit. Yeah, now. I'm not. We grew up with I'm that red saying. ring of death. <laughs> yeah, I'm not true. saying it will overheat. I'm more worried about the amount of noise. Uh, yes. Um, so I'd I'd like to understand that. It's just you know first generation shit. It's well, like, yeah, I mean think. Okay, so that that I, I could guarantee you that hard drive will not be big enough for the games that these people put not out. Not at 4K. all. I mean it you will know not even be close. You know it's not because they are you're talking about expandable storage immediately. Like that's what they're yeah. saying is is the 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 win here. Do y'all remember? I don't know if I was when I was in the market for my computer now. Uh, my MacBook Pro, like the MacBook Pro 16, ha- was announced. Uh, and the biggest thing that was coming out at the time was all the overheating issues that Macs were having in their solid state hard drives. And they were like, especially Oh, MacBook airs do what the MacBook airs, especially because they were so tiny. Well, the tiny ones that, that, that was the first, the first <coughs> issue, set of issues they had because they, they came out as a small thin profile a long time ago. But the ones they came out with last year were the first ones with the Intel i9 processor. And the i9 um, processor was slated to be like, you know, the tits when it came to graphics and mm-hmm. uh, video rendering. And it is. However, the first generation of MacBook Pros they put them in weren't flowing enough air to get to that fucking, the heat sink on that processor in, like Willem said, the thin prof- like body profile. So these things, they weren't shutting down. They were doing actually something worse. They were like slowing down their processing power so much that they were actually functioning oh, yeah. at like slower speeds than an i5 processor. So something that costs like $3,000 less than the product that they purchased. It was a no, my, my, nightmare. My MacBook Pro has that overheating issue. So if I sit outside and I start using it um, kind of around midday when it gets a little warmer, it'll start heating up and then my mouse will start slowing down. Like the whole computer starts like reprioritizing what it's using the power for and it's trying to cool itself off. So you have to, I, there have been days where I have had to, in order to get my computer back to functioning quickly, put my fucking laptop in the freezer Mm -hmm. for it to cool off. 
Mm-hmm. So mine, that be the case. mine gets hot to the touch. Uh, yep. <clears throat> mine get mine will get hot like while I'm doing like hardcore video editing, especially though. right by the charge port. Oh no! Hot. I mean, like where my wrist sits, it gets fucking hot to the uh, touch sometimes. But uh, it's only for like 30, 45 seconds, and then everything just cools straight down. I also don't have a giant. I think mine's only an i5 processor with 16 gigs of RAM, so it's nothing like crazy big. But at the same time, if it's enough for me to notice, it's fuck. It's a lot because I don't like. Yeah. It, 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 luckily, like I said. But you know, some some of these people buying these these laptops at the top end of their specs. Yeah. You should be buying a Mac Pro tower. Like. Yeah. You're you're trying to fit 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 a a a sort of an instrument that's not fit for purpose. It you would try to make it a little bit more convenient. I understand, but. Holy shit, man! I mean, if if you're overheating that badly, that thing needs to be in a tower. <laughs> like now, so the issue with that is uh, the products that they're trying to run on MacBook Pros. Um, while yes, if you're running like a fucking movie studio, yeah, you need to have it on a Mac Pro. But if you're a freelance videographer, even, hell, even if you're a primary videographer in a production studio and a production house, you cannot be tethered to one place because you have to be out yeah, making shit wherever you are. Uh, to the point of like, if you are like consistently running into like render issues and your shit's overheating, you probably need to reprioritize where you're at when you're doing those renderings. Uh, yeah. and, and you need to be in a stable place with good airflow and like on a, maybe a, a laptop cooler, the same way that you would with a fucking editing PC, like a video editing PC running premiere pro. You can't just run that shit anywhere and be fine. That shit's going to overheat as yep. well. But PC prioritizing is <coughs> a little different than Mac prioritizing when it comes to uh, heat management. Because Macs, like you said, will just stop fucking working. Like <laughs> the mouse will stop working so that the goddamn computer can catch up, uh, which is not yep. what PCs do. But at the same time, if you're like me, I edit Mac way faster than I do editing on PC. And I'm trying to get better at PC editing. I'm just, I've, I feel old, man. I feel legitimately, well, I feel like my parents trying to teach them how to fucking send an email. I'm like, Premiere Pro seems pretty easy. I should be able to click here. Oh, God, where did my video clips go? And my markers are gone. I don't even know how to color correct. It's a whole fucking problem. And I know I have to learn, but I'm probably not going to. I'm just going to. But, you know, so, okay, last thing for me, the Mac Pro is a piece of art. Like, if I had a purpose for it, I would buy it. You it can buy it for so me, Frank. I would give you a purpose for it. It just have to stay at my house really, for me to. Yeah, utilize. I'll take pictures <laughs> of it. Mac Pro. No Mac no, Pro. The Mac Pro. That people call it the cheese grater, but it's about like a five thousand dollar piece of art that functions. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it can go up to forty or fifty thousand dollars, but yeah. it's about a five thousand dollar piece of art that will edit the shit out of everything. It's absolutely gorgeous. Have you seen the monitor that matches it? Yeah. Holy. Fuck. It's like an 8K the whole, monitor. The whole thing is just like fucking, if you're at all into tech, it's like tech porn is what it is. It's like a Ferrari. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking, it's the Ferrari version of a computer. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. There, there are other things that are faster than it, sure, but it looks fucking gorgeous and you know it'll like rip shit for at least a year. It can have, it can have 28 cores. Mm-hmm. There are server racks out there with fewer than twenty eight cores available. To and those their those server those the server racks that have all those cores are just shitty. Whatever can be thrown in there, the twenty eight cores yeah. and the Mac Pros are like fucking high end 
super fast. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, that fucking full-length feature films are blown through on those on those builds. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, that's it for me tonight, guys. To dream, fellas. To dream. Villain, yeah. do you have anything for us this eve? I do not, but uh, I enjoyed this. Yes, this is is a fun time. I enjoyed the hell out of this. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna hit this. I'm gonna hit this. I haven't hit it in a while, so I'm just gonna hit this on the way out. All right, ladies and gents. Uh, thank you for joining us again for an episode of No Beer Left Behind. Be sure to check us out over on our social media pages at No Beer Left Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Hit us up over on the Gmails at No Beer Left Behind Cast at gmail.com. Uh, bro- oh, don't forget to uh, rate and review and subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe to never miss an episode. You can do that over on iTunes. We would appreciate that. We're also on, t- on uh, uh, Stitcher. Uh, Pocket Cast, Google, Podcast, everywhere you get your podcasts, that's where we are. So, until next time, for Brian here in North Texas, I am out. Uh, thank you all for listening. For Willem and Elsa, have a good rest of your day. I'm assuming you're listening to this in the morning. So, you know, yeah. First thing, first thing. <clears throat> Enjoy that sip of coffee. Um, <laughs> for frank in uh far south austin two things on the checkout here congrats to the socios who voted uh the vote of no confidence against the president of barcelona passed today so that means we at least get early elections which is fucking awesome we can get this piece of shit out um and then second if you're into documentaries like i am and if you're into crime documentaries specifically which i know some people are um, there's a documentary out there on YouTube called Jennifer's Solution, and it's about this girl in Canada who kill, had her parents killed, but then immediately went to the cops to act like she had no involvement. So you get the story up front, but they go through how the investigators used their interview tactics to get her to confess to the crime because they had no evidence that she was going to be involved and needed to play psychological games with her to get her to confess. Um, really interesting. They never force any words into her mouth, but they're like, you can't lie. And then, you know, come back the next day and lie some more and the lies don't match up. And it's clear you have some involvement here. Really worth watching. It's about an hour and a half. Um, and it, it's, it's an actual like psychologist going through the scenarios and, and how they're interviewing her and trying to determine if she's lying. It's, it's cool. So watch it. Jennifer's solution. It's good. With that being said, I'm out. Beep!